0: Hey, this is sarah marie and you're listening to the soul of worship are you making a sound podcast here we study the word of god in an effort to get to know him more deeply so we can worship him more authentically soul of worship online bible study community we are currently deep diving into the book of psalms and unlocking the power with prayer and praise to make these studies more readily available, I will also be loading the audio from our weekly lunchtime live recaps to the Soul of Worship podcast. If you'd like to join our Monday night Zoom discussions or get the PDF downloads, you can register at www.soulofworship.com forward slash online Bible study, or you can create a login to the workshop, our online learning portal at soulofworship.com forward slash workshops. Thank you for being here, and I pray that God speaks to you throughout today's class. God bless everybody. How's everyone doing today? We are kicking off our brand new Bible study series. We are in the Psalms and we're gonna be unlocking the power with praise and prayer or with prayer and praise. Either way, we're gonna be unlocking the power that is found in worship and deep devotion to the Father. And so I am so excited to do this weekly recap here today. Um, It's gonna be good and so please uh you know i thank you for joining let me know that you're that you're here where you're joining from hey angie good to see you here um and uh let me know where you're joining from let me know that you can hear me see me okay all of that good stuff um and we're going to get started in just a minute I would also encourage you to share this live uh, with with your friends, with your family, share it on your feed, uh, tag some people in, and so that we we can get um, more people in here, in the name of Jesus. Oh, no, my Instagram is saying poor connection. I don't know what has been going on with my, uh, my internet lately. I pay for the best internet, and for some reason... <laughs> has been giving me so much trouble lately. Uh, so hopefully this will kick off here in just another minute, but I'm gonna pray and we're gonna get started. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for your love and your mercy that is new every single morning. I thank you for this opportunity that you have given us to be able to study your word today. Lord, I pray over this live stream. I pray over the connections. I pray over the Wi-Fi. I pray that everything would stay connected as it is supposed to and that you will allow your word to be preached here today lord i just glorify your name i praise your name and i know that you are going to do a mighty thing during this class today and so father god i thank you i honor you i praise your name and i just pray that you would take control let your words fill my mouth let your will be done father father and lord bring conviction to our hearts draw us closer to you father god because we know that as we draw close to you you will draw near to us and so we thank you for that promise in your word and we thank you for all that you're going to reveal today in jesus mighty name lord we pray amen all right by the time i finish praying instagram appears to be back and so god is good god is good and we just hope that the connection will stay um amen so let's see who do we got joining us here on Facebook. I see Sister Leslie, I see Veronica. um, And so I'm so happy that you are here. So again, we are going to be starting off a brand new Bible study. We were in the book of Acts for over a year, and I was praying, uh, you know, where where do you want to go next, Lord? And so, in my own personal time, I had been studying the Psalms, and it just made sense that this is where we were going to go. Um, and so, in today's kickoff of this new series, um, I'm first going to give a, a quick overview and reintroduction into the solo worship ministry, kind of some of the expectations. expectations. Expectations and what to expect from this Bible study, and how you can get the most out of it. Um, And then we're going to do a little overview um, about the Psalms, unlocking the power with prayer and praise, that theme, what it means, what we're going to be doing, and asking the Lord to do in us. Uh, Then I'll give you a quick introduction to the book of Psalms, and then we're going to deep dive in Psalm chapter one today. Uh, Then at the end, as I always do, wrap up with a couple of announcements, spend a little time in prayer. So if you have a prayer request, put it in the chat. If you know you can't stay the whole time, put it in the chat now so that way we can go back to it um, and unite with you in prayer and make those requests unto the Lord together. There's power in unity and there's power in prayer. And so I always want to offer that up um, during our Bible study times. So uh, again, if you don't know me, if you're joining for the first time, my name is Sarah Marie Papolo. I'm the founder of the Soul of- worship ministry, um, worship leader at our church, Pentecostal Christian Church Mission of Love in Penn Argyle, Pennsylvania. Um, The mission of the Soul of Worship Ministry is to empower this generation to release an authentic sound of worship that moves mountains and brings heaven down. And so how do we do that? How do we empower this generation? We've got two big methods, two main things that we do. Number one, we study the word of God, right? We study the word of God consistently in an effort to get to know him more deeply so that we so that we can worship him more authentically, okay? The Lord is seeking worshipers that will worship him in spirit and in truth. And so we just spent a whole year talking about how we can be spirit-filled, empowered people through the book of Acts. And so um, again, we got to know him deeply. We got to know his word, know who he is, so that way we can worship him even deeper and more authentically and more truth-filled. Um, and then in addition to this Bible study weekly that we do, um, we also organize worship worship events and prayer events that provide an avenue for believers and non-believers alike to just come together freely, to praise Jesus in a new and fresh way, to, to experience the power of worship firsthand, not just talk about it, but actually experience it. Amen. And so, um, hey Tahiri, good to see you here. Hey Juby, God bless you. God bless all those who are joining in. So, couple of expectations that I have for you guys. If you want to get the most out of this study, I recommend that you show up, okay? That you commit to being part of this study. Whether it is on Monday nights at 8 p.m. for our Zoom discussion that we have, which is a little bit more intimate. It's more again of a discussion. Everyone can share their thoughts. Or if you can't make money Monday nights, that you make sure that you catch this replay. All right, so I was talking about how we want to show up, we want to participate, and also we want to take action, okay? And so I encourage you to journal, to come ready, grab your Bible, grab your paper, grab your pen, grab your journals, um, and actually take notes. Take the things that you learn and bring it into your prayer room. Pray to the Lord. Ask him to draw you near to him. Ask him to whatever it is that the Lord revealed to you. Because everybody's going to get something else. But whatever the Lord speaks to you. Apply it to your life. That is the key thing here. And something new with this study is that I actually put together a Bible study journal. It's a free download. So if you officially registered, you should have gotten it in your email um, this week and last week. And so I encourage you to download it, print it, use the pages to be able to take the notes. Um, I'm also going to do a small actual physical print, maybe just 10 to 15 copies, whoever is interested, um, that'll have enough note pages, you know, to take us through this study. And so stay tuned for that if you want a more physical copy of the journal. But In the meantime, grab the PDF download, print them, and allow them to be your guide to track your progress through this Bible study, because I know God is going to do some amazing things. And journaling is such a great way to study the word, memorize the word, and track your progress. Yeah, If I were to show you my office, you'll see I have journals everywhere. (laughs) I got prayer journals. I got worship journals. I got Bible study journals. I got things for different areas. But writing is a, a great way to help you retain information. And that's what we're looking to do. Um, so for those who printed out the journal pages, I have wanna give you a couple of notes, just how to make the most of those journal pages. Um, also, if you didn't gra- get this, send me an email and I will send it to you. Okay. Um, and so in the notes pages, you're gonna obviously have space to write the scripture, the date, what you know you want to write down and capture. But then there's also a special box on this first page that says God is dot dot dot. And so in that box, I want you to, you know, if God is revealing something fresh and new to you or just reminding you who he is, write it in that box, right? God is my strength, God is my refuge, God is my shield, God is amazing, God is holy, right? There's a lot of truths that are revealed in the Psalms and of who God is. And so whatever it is that we're studying that time and that God is just reminding you of who he is, write it there so you can capture it. And guess what? When those worries and those things come up throughout your day, that you can go back and say, "Mm mm-mm, I'm not gonna worry about my finances because God is my source. I'm not going to worry about what's coming against me because God is my shield, right? Those are such powerful truths. On the next note page, there's also two boxes there. One of them, it says questions I have, okay? So if, if I'm talking fast, you got a question, something comes up into your mind, you're not really sure what something means, write it down, write it down. So that way you, you don't lose track of that question. You can ask it obviously in the, in the chat, um, come back later on, send me a message or Google it, right? Like, hey, I'm not really sure what that word means. I wanna look up the definition for that later on, capture it in that box. Then there's another box on the bottom corner that says, I will, this is another action statement. So I will praise the Lord at all times. I will make a commitment to show up every week. I will make sure that I'm spending time in prayer and in worship, right? So whatever it is that God is propelling you to do, write it down there. Take that action. Um, Then, you know, if you've been with me for a while, you know, I talk a lot about takeaways because again, we don't want to just be hearers of the word. We want to be doers of the word. So then there's a big takeaways uh, page. You want to make a list of everything that you're taking away from that class, right? Is, Is God encouraging you somewhere? Is he challenging you in an area? What is God saying to you specifically? Where is Jesus leading you? What is the Holy Spirit revealing to you? Capture all those things down. And then, if there was a specific Bible verse that spoke to you, write it in there and then try to memorize it. Memorizing scripture is just a powerful way to study the word. And so I encourage you to do that. And then, of course, there's another page for extra notes. Those people who write big or just have a lot to write, feel free to use that page. And then at the end of it, turn it into my prayer and praise, okay? We're talking about unlocking the power with prayer and praise. So after all that you learned and after all that the Lord is reminding you and all that the Holy Spirit is revealing how are you going to turn that back into a prayer to the lord how are you going to turn that back into worship into praise okay um and so write it there write a love letter to the lord i do that all the time and i encourage you to do it amen uh tahiri says love that thank you you're welcome you're welcome and i hope that this is just a great resource to allow us to take the study of the word seriously you know and that we are um taking action and growing and maturing in our spiritual walk Amen. All right. So that was just the logistics. That was just, you know, some stuff to get us ready for what God is going to do today. I just want to fix my iPad here because I feel like I can't uh the comments oh god bless you pastor selena thanks for joining yes yes amen um hallelujah yes we want to retain the word we change the word praise the lord okay so week one introduction unlocking the power of the psalms with prayer and praise so i know that everybody knows this but Since the Psalms were written, since they were written, the Psalms have been a powerful source of personal inspiration and spiritual strength. Everybody goes to the Psalms, even you could find someone who doesn't even, you know, um, have a a, that great of a relationship with God, but something happens in their life and they know to go to Psalm 23, right, it is just a favorite of people because there's power in here. And there's so much that we can relate to in these words, they are, they inspire us, they draw us near to god and they give us strength during challenging times and so what we're gonna see as we study these psalms as we study these words of praise and these words of prayer is that you're gonna find that the psalms are emotional right they are filled with emotion when we lack the words to say we can often open up the psalms and we can find that the psalmist the writers the authors of these words. They, can, they seem to relate very well to our emotional pleas, to our deepest thoughts, to the things that we are going through, whether we're angry, whether we're afraid, whether we're joyful, whether we're happy, whether we're, you know, just um, in grief, whatever it is, every emotion, I think we're going to find them in the Psalms. But what we find that's so powerful is that not only are they emotional, but they take our emotions to the right place, okay? The Psalms will lead us into deliverance. They will lead us into the presence of God. The songs and the prayers that are written in the book of Psalms, they are like honey to our souls, okay? The Holy Spirit inspired words, they bring comfort when needed. They bring strength when needed, they bring healing, they bring joy, and most importantly, they remind us that whatever we are feeling, whatever we are going through, that we are to keep our eyes up that we are to keep our eyes up toward our creator okay and so emotions are not the devil okay we are God created us to be emotional people it's what we do next with those emotions that matter okay because you, you better believe that the enemy is going to try to take advantage of you in an emotional state right we can be very vulnerable when we're angry we're vulnerable when we're upset we're vulnerable when we we're sad, but instead make sure that you are submitting yourself in prayer and praise and that prayer and that praise becomes a shield to protect you from that vulnerability. Mm, That is good. You no longer are in a vulnerable state when you submit your emotions to God, when you come to him in prayer, when you come to him in worship, you will be protected by God as your shield. And so now you, yes, you're going through what you're going through, but God is the one who's leading you into deliverance of whatever it is that you are going through. After that, you're going to notice that the Psalms, they're prophetic right? Not only do these Psalms point us to Jesus, right? Again, written hundreds of years before Jesus came, before the Messiah came, and yet he is revealed in these words. And so what we can find is that intimacy with the Lord through prayer and praise, unlocks kingdom truths. And it reveals Jesus Christ in a new and fresh way. It reveals that Jesus Christ is our only Lord, our only savior in new and fresh ways. And so when you are in intimacy with the Lord, when you are in a constant state of communion with God, which we're going to talk about today, you will get to know more about him. He is going to reveal new things to you. You're going to understand things in new and fresh ways because you're able to see clearly when you're in that intimacy relationship with the Lord. And the only way to unlock intimacy is through prayer and praise. It's through worship. And so did you know, that among all of the Old Testament writings, the book of Psalms is one of the top books quoted by Jesus. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy and I think Isaiah are the other ones that he quoted from the most, but the book of Psalms is one of the top books that Jesus quoted from. And he even said, what, um, you know, I've come to fulfill everything that's been written of me in the Psalms right? That goes back to the prophecy part of it, the prophetic part of prayer and praise. And so Jesus meditated on, if Jesus drew strength from, if Jesus worshiped God the Father through the lyrics of these songs of praise, even at the point of death on the cross, one of Jesus's final words on the cross was from Psalm 22. Jesus worshipped in his with his final breath on the cross. So, if Jesus, as our ultimate example, relied on the Psalms for strength, relied on the Psalms for deliverance, relied on the Psalms to be able to take him into glory, then surely, surely we should too. He is our best example. He is our most perfect example. And he spent time in the Psalms and he spent time memorizing and knowing these words. Hallelujah. Yes. Pastor Selena says to be in intimacy is to be in the bosom of the father. Mm, That is Ooh, that is a quote. I might have to make a post about that all by itself because that is so, so powerful. I'm even gonna take time to just heart that really quick because that is so, so beautiful. And that's why God said, the only man in the Bible that God said was after his own heart was David. Why? Because David knew how to be, how to spend time with God, how to worship him, how to pray day and night. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, so so good. Uh all right. So you might be thinking, okay, sister, there's 150 psalms. How are we going to study 150 psalms? We're going to be here for 3 years. It, t- it took us a year to study Acts which is just 28 chapters. How are we going to study 150 psalms? Well, this is the outline and the organization that God has given me for how we're going to break this study study down so if you didn't know the psalms are actually subdivided into five smaller books okay so we're going to study one book at a time and we're going to um see the common themes in those books who wrote them what they what they're revealing to us um and so we're going to take them in in chunks okay and so the first book within the psalms is are the psalms chapter 1 through 41 okay and All of these, almost all of these are specifically attributed to David. Okay. A few of these are, don't say a Psalm of David, but it's still assumed to be David. Okay. Because everything else in these initial Psalms are from David. So we're going to take it one book at a time until God says we're done. (laughs) All right. So we're going to think about the themes and go in there. And so we're also going to study some backstories, okay? When known, we're going to study the historical events that prompted the psalmist to release these new songs of praise, okay? This will deepen our understanding and appreciation for what has been written. Sometimes in the notes within the psalms, it's written a psalm of David after such and such thing happened, after he was fleeing, after he went through this, after he sinned, right? And so if we have the details, we're going to take the time to get to know those details because I know that if we take the full picture, we're just going to appreciate and understand what has been written even better. Um, And then, as I said before, we're gonna study some common themes, some threads, right, within these uh, Psalms that go together, right? Which Psalms should I read when I'm feeling defeated, when I'm happy, when I'm rejoiceful, when things are going good, when I'm sick, when I'm in grief, right? We're gonna group these Psalms together that reveal kingdom keys, okay? There are tremendous kingdom keys in the Psalms that give us the keys for how to overcome life's greatest challenges, challenges and how to rejoice in God's greatest triumphs. Okay. And so we are going to that's kind of going to be always our major theme. What's the key that's being that's being revealed here? What is it that I need to grab hold of so that I can also operate in this same victory, so that I can have a triumphant life, so that I can be victorious, so that I can be a mighty warrior? What is this kingdom key that is sitting in here, in these Psalms, right? So we're going to dig for them and we're going to pull them out, amen? Um, amen, yes, I want that to be my prayer as like David. Yes, 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 that's Tahiri over on Instagram. Yes. Hallelujah. So are we with me? All right. So again, that is just our introduction to our introduction. (laughs) I'm going to take a sip of water and we're going to dive in. Now, I just finished saying that we're not going to necessarily say, you know, every week I'm going to do Psalm 1, then I'm going to do Psalm 2, then Psalm 3, then Psalm 4. No, it's going to be grouped together. And we're going to do a lot of studying based within the Psalms. But Psalm chapter 1 is actually a great introduction and gives us such a great footing for why the Psalms are so powerful and so important. So we are going to focus on Psalm chapter 1 today, um, and then we'll see where the Lord takes us in coming weeks. So grab your Bibles. I am going to read uh, all of the verses, one through six, and then we're going to go back and dice it up. So it says, Psalm chapter one, verse one, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season whose leaf also shall not wither and whatever he does shall prosper the ungodly are not so but are like the shaft which the wind drives away therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous for the lord knows the way of the righteous but the way of the ungodly shall perish so that was psalm 1 1 through 6 what is this telling us right Big picture, big picture before we go into the details is that Psalm 1 reveals the overall purpose of all of the Psalms. If you think about it, it makes perfect sense that this is the first one written, right? There are blessings when we are in a constant state of communion with God. There are promises here. And how do we stay in a constant state of communion with God? We worship. Worship is everything that we do to show admiration and devotion to our God. Right. Because we love him, because we admire him, because our lives are dedicated to him. We're going to praise him because we love him. We're going to obey him because we love him. We're going to pray his word and study his word We, because we love him. We're going to sing. We're going to dance. We're going to meditate and we're going to delight in his word. Prayer and praise are necessary ingredients in our conversations with the Lord. I'm going to say that again, prayer and praise. It did not say complaints and whining. No, it said prayer and praise are necessary ingredients in our conversations with the Lord. And when we are in that constant state of mind, minds, we are on the right path. All right, let's talk about this step by step. Says, blessed is the man. If you just take that first word, blessed, blessed is the man. Blessed comes from the Hebrew word. Esher, okay? And it means happy. It means happiness. It means content. And every time that it's used in the Hebrew, it's used in the plural sense. So this is blessing upon blessing. This is blessedness, right? It's the blessings are all over the man who does this, who does not this, and does this, okay? And so this is not just one blessing, but this is just a flow of blessing upon blessing. And even more deeper than that, Esher is from a form of the word of the Hebrew word, Asher, which in its root means to be straight or to be right. Okay. So how do we live lives that are blessed, that are happy, that are content? We have to walk in the right way. We got to walk in the narrow way. We got to walk on the straight path that leads to God. When we're on the right way, the way of the righteous leads to blessing upon blessings. But there are a few things that we got to avoid in order to not be on the wrong path, right? Verse one continues. It starts off with blessed is the man who does not do. A, a few things okay so there are three things that the ple- the br- sorry that the blessed person does not do there are three things that the blessed person does not do there is a way that he won't walk There is a path that he will not stand in, and there is a seat that he will not sit in, okay? We got to know the the places that we cannot walk into. We got to know the places that we can't linger and stand in, and we got to know the places where we cannot get comfortable and sit in, okay? The blessed person knows where they belong and where they do not belong. And this requires discernment, right? This requires knowing the word because when we come to God through Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit to help us in these decisions. The Holy Spirit enables us to make radical changes in the way that we talk, in the way that we live, and in the way that we think. We can't do this on our own. Like I said before, this requires spiritual discernment. It requires revelation of his word. One of the Psalms we're going to study, you know, in the future, it says, teach me, oh Lord, teach me, oh Lord, so that I can walk in your ways. We need to ask God, help me to know where I'm supposed to go. Help me to know who I'm supposed to talk to. Help me to know where, what am I supposed to say and not say, teach me your way, teach me your word. And that's why studying the word of God is so critical. So let's break down these three things that the blessed person does not do. And this is how it starts off this whole book. All right. The blessed person walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. So this means that I cannot follow bad advice. I can't follow suggestions from people that don't follow God. I, when I come to Jesus, there are some people that you can no longer call when you need encouragement. There are some doors that you need to close, okay? Because when you vent to someone in a vulnerable state, we talked about that before, that person is either going to fuel your spirit or they're going to fuel your flesh, Okay. I'm gonna say that again. When you vent to someone, they are either going to fuel your spirit, they're gonna get you fired up for the things of the Lord, or they're gonna fuel your flesh. They're gonna lead you to walk in fleshly desires and ways. Godly advice holds you closer to God, not further away. If you're struggling in your marriage, don't call up someone who has never had a healthy relationship in their life right? That person is going to tell you, oh, forget it. You can start brand new. You don't need to deal with that. You can just move on. You, you know, hey, 50% of marriages don't work. You're, you're, you know, you're not alone in this. No, I'm going to call someone who's going to say, sis, let's pray. We're not going to let the enemy steal your marriage. We're not going to let the enemy win here. Let's pray. Let's fast. Let's see what the Lord has said. What has the Lord spoken to you before? I'm going to remind you of the promises that God has given you. If you're going to call me. I'm telling you right now, you're going to call me when you're going through something and I'm going to preach to you. I'm going to understand. I'm going to sit there and say, I'm so sorry you're going through this, but what does the word say, right? Because I need to make sure that I'm leading whoever is calling me for advice, that I'm going to be counsel from from a godly perspective, okay? So you need to know who to call and do not go to the wrong people who you know are not going to give you advice right? Don't take advice from people who are disobeying God even. Mm. There's people, there might be someone in church that you know and that you think, okay, I'm going to go to them because they're in church, but are they operating in obedience? Are they doing what God has called them to do? Don't go to someone living in disobedience. No, you need to go to someone that you know is going to point you in the right direction. And so not only does a blessed person not follow the ungodly advice, but they don't stand in the path of sinners. That means that I cannot walk in the same direction as sinners do. I can't follow the crowd. Guess what? I can't even post and share the same things on social media like my worldly friends do, right? I need to live set apart a set apart life. We need to live upset apart lives. We have to be difference makers. We have to be the one who, 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 who looks different, who acts different, who shares differently, who is on a different standard. People should be able to identify you easily as a child, of God, they shouldn't wonder what's going on with you and they know, Oh, there's definitely something different with her there's she oh that that's a woman of god right they will know right away because of where you stand and who you talk to and what you do now don't get me wrong this doesn't mean that we're no longer friends with you know ungodly people no god wants us to minister god wants us to be the one influencing in the right direction god wants us to be pulling in our people that need the word of god he's saying but you need to you can sit with them, but you can't become who they are. You need to be the one that draws them into a different table. You know what I'm saying? Somebody tell me that they understand what I'm saying. <laughs> so not only do we not walk, do we don't walk in the ways of the ungodly, we don't stand in the path of sinners, but we don't sit in the seat of the scornful. We cannot sit in the seat of the scornful that means that i don't sit with judgmental people that means that i don't sit with people that all they do is criticize others i don't sit with people who we call negative Nancy's, right i don't sit with someone who's gonna all they're gonna do is criticize what the pastor said and what the pastor didn't say i'm not gonna i can't i can't sit there because if we're not careful scornful people they're gonna completely rob you of your blessing right you could you could have had an amazing time in church. The Lord could have spoken to you. You're feeling good. You're feeling, wow, that message was for me. And you go and you have coffee with someone else or you got a meal after the service because you're hungry. And all of a sudden the sister sitting next to you and she's like, man, I didn't like the preaching today. Mm, That was too short. That was too long. Did you see how that person didn't pray for me long enough? You know, or whatever, right? There's so many different, things that could all of a sudden rob you of your blessing all of a sudden you're like man maybe, maybe that wasn't good maybe I didn't hear from the Lord today man oh yeah you're you know if you allow those negative thoughts to get to you now all of a sudden you are just completely robbed of that blessing that you had you need to surround yourself with people that will edify you, that will point you closer to God, like we said before, and also surround yourself with people that you can edify, right? We are to have relationships in our lives where you are the mentor, as well as relationships where you're the mentee, right? Don't be the only person that you don't have no one to go to. You need to have people to go to. You need to have leadership in your life that you know where to go when you need advice, where you need to sit, where you can, oh, don't sit in seats where you're just going to be, continue to be just, um, I I keep thinking just robbed of your blessing, but it's like, you know, just the weight of it just continues to deteriorate your joy. Steals your joy, right? Don't let anybody steal your joy because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yes, Pastor Selena says, draw them to a different table. That is right. Because there is a table set before you, right? There is a table that God sets for us and he wants us to sit there and bring people there. Amen. (laughs) Excuse me. So, do you realize the progression here? The verse, and again, it's only verse one. The verse talks about first walking, then standing, and then finally sitting. That's a progression. This is the progression of wrong influence. This is the progression of influence when we start turning our attention to the wrong direction. First, you start walking in the wrong direction after following that bad advice. Then you find yourself standing with sinners, not looking any differently from them. That no one can pull you apart from them. And then before you know it, you find yourself sitting in a seat that God never called you to sit in. This is what happens when we allow ourselves to get comfortable with sin. Get comfortable with following worldly advice. From I just wanna, I just don't want to cause any ruckus I don't want to be that person that brings division, right? And of course, God's not calling us to do that. But sometimes we got to stand up and say, "This is right, and this is wrong," and we can't be afraid of being set apart. Because if we don't, or if we're not careful, we're gonna very quickly end up in the wrong place. On Monday night in our Zoom discussion, one of our sisters says it's kind of. She gave a great analogy. She said it's kind of like when you're you go out into the ocean, right? And at first, you you know where your beach towel is, right? You're like, okay, my beach towel is there. I'm going to walk into the ocean. And if you're not paying attention, right? If you're not paying attention, you're laughing, you're just swimming, you're going with the flow, you're not, you know, you're just not paying attention. The next thing you know, you look to the shore and you are nowhere near you, where you started. Your, your beach towel's all the way over there because you were not paying attention and just allowing the waves to take you. And that is the same thing that can happen if we're not paying attention to who we're listening to, if we're just allowing the waves of this world to take us, to toss us to and fro, the next thing we know we are long gone from where we were supposed to be from the location that we started in and god wants us to be mindful of that yes to the joy of the lord is our strength and i apologize there's like a truck outside i don't know if you guys can, can hear all that noise <clears throat> hopefully you can't so how do we protect ourselves from this verse two tells us right A blessed person delights in the law of the Lord, and in his law, he meditates day and night. To delight is to delight in something, to take pleasure in something, to desire to be pleased with. A blessed person rejoices in God. A blessed person rejoices in God through word, through song, and desires to spend time with Jesus, worships God with passion according to the truth of his word, desires to want to be with him. And a blessed person meditates, that means we think deeply think deeply day and night. A blessed person meditates on the word at all times. We've got to be thinking about his word. We got to be pondering on his word. We got to uh, be applying his word. I got to be praying his word. I got to be worshiping his word with his word, using that word to worship the Lord back, to sing a song back to him, right? And when we do that, we're going to be protected. That word is our shield, that all, and, and our, our sword that we're holding all day long, right? We're doing our work, but we got a sword in our hand because we're singing a hymn, because we're singing a song, because we're praying while we're doing dishes, because we're going to the Lord instead of a lunchtime, right? Instead of having lunch right now, we're here studying the word. That is me having my sword ready. And remember, even though this says delights in the law of the Lord and in his law, he meditates day and night. This is not just talking about the first five books of the Bible. This is talking about the written word of God, the the word, the written word of God, the spoken word of God, and it is the word made flesh, which is Jesus, right? John 1.14 says that the word... Actually, the whole John, beginning of John chapter one says, the word was God and the word was with God. And in the beginning was God." like, right, this is Jesus. Jesus was there at the beginning and the word was made flesh. That's John verse one, verse 14. So it's meditating on Jesus. It's delighting in Jesus. It's thinking deeply about him. It is constantly in that state. When we're constantly in that state, we're going to protect ourselves from ungodly Advice. We're going to protect ourselves from walking down the wrong path. We're going to protect ourselves from sitting in the wrong seat because you're constantly in tune with God. And when you're in tune with God, you have the Holy Spirit guiding you to say, "Mm -mm, that's not from God. Mm -mm, Don't do that. Mm -mm, Shut your mouth. Mm -mm, Don't sit there. Don't go there. you got to say no to that person. Right? And so that is how we become that blessed person because we're meditating and delighting in the Lord all day long. And I was one of the commentaries that I read about meditating. It's like this constant murmuring, right? This constant, like repeating the word, repeating the word. It's constantly chewing on the word. Okay. Like just, I, I read that one verse in the morning. And even if it's one verse, but that you're thinking about it, you're memorizing it, you're singing it back to God and you're just, okay, all day long, I'm going to meditate on the fact that I can't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. And I'm just going to meditate and chew on that and think about it and go deeper in that. That's going to give you more than if I read the whole book, the whole Bible without ever pondering about it again, without ever thinking about it again. He wants you to think deeply on each and every verse. Yes. Uh, Jesus is the written word, John 1 1. The word is God. Yes, yes, yes. And so he wants us to be pondering and thinking about it all day long. I've shared, um, you know, before, I've shared on my Instagram before that I like to take a psalm, right? I'll read a psalm and I'll just take one of the verses and I'll just sing it back to God, right? Because remember, these are songs. We're gonna talk about that a little bit. These are literal songs. We might not know the melody, but we can sing, we can make it up and sing it back to him, right? And so. You know, one of the things that this little tune that I have for this is I will meditate day and night. I will sit in your word, you know, just whatever it is. You can take that one thing and just work with it all day long. And then I try to wash the dishes and I'm going making up my song to the Lord. I will meditate day and night. I'll delight in your word. That's staying in a state of worship and communion and prayer with the Lord all day long, amen? All right, so the same way there's a progression that happens when we listen to ungodly advice, there is a progression that happens when we meditate on Jesus. Instead of that progression taking us down the wrong path, meditating on Jesus takes us along the right path. Because when I study the word, when I think deeply about his truth, When I pray and declare and decree his word, when I sing and rejoice in his promises, I'm going to be taught and reminded of who God is. I'm going to be taught and reminded of who I am, and I am going to be guided in every direction. I'm going to be able to follow the Holy Spirit's guidance into the place that he wants me to be. And if I do this day and night, if I do this all day long at any, every opportunity, if I am in a constant state of communion with God, it will bring about permanent and positive change to my life. I guarantee it. The word guarantees it because it says it on Psalm 1. It says it in a hundred other verses, right? That there is power. There is power in his word. It is living and active. It is sharper than a double-edged sword. So you better have it at the ready. Psalm 34:1, David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will pray. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Let that be something you ponder on and meditate on all day long. That all of a sudden, when you find yourself complaining, you find yourself screaming, you find yourself murmuring in the wrong way, then you can say, "Mm I'm going to bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for these kids that I have. Thank you, my God, that I have this house. Yes, I got to clean it, but I thank you for this house. Lord, I know my kitchen is a mess, but thank you that I have food, right? Thank you. Thank you, Lord. I will bless you all day long. I will bless you all day long. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 16 to 18 say, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. What does that say? The will of God is for you to rejoice. The will of God is for you to pray all day long. The will of God is that in everything you are thankful. This is the will of God. A lot of people say, I don't know what God's will is for my life. He wants you to rejoice. He wants you to pray. He wants you to be thankful. He wants you in relationship with him. That's the will of God for you to be in an intimate relationship with him so that you can know him and that you can know who you are so that you can ultimately be saved. That is the will of God for your life. Philippians 4.4 4 says again, rejoice in the Lord always again, I shall say, rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. This is it. This is what he wants us to do. And there are reasons, excuse me, there are reasons for this common theme in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, and everywhere in between. Because when we are in a constant state of abiding in the presence of God, there are blessings there. There are blessings when we are are experiencing God through prayer and through praise. You want to know what some of those blessings are? Let's read verse three in Psalm one. It says, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither and whatever he does shall prosper. I love that. That sounds great. That sounds like a great blessing that I could be a tree by a river that has a continual source of water? Yes, amen. That I'm not gonna wither away in changing seasons because I am always well watered. Uh, Sign me up for that. Right. When I abide in Jesus, when you abide in Jesus, we will have access to the living water. We will have access to the living source of all things. And that is God. And if I am a like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that I'm I am green in all seasons, that no matter what that, and then I'll give. Not only will I be green in all seasons, I'll be healthy and strong in all seasons, but then I'm going to bear fruit in my right season. See, not every, a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to bear fruit in every season. That's not true. Not every season is fruitful. You will s- s- remain standing in every season. You will, you will be, you'll, you won't wither away. And then when it's time to bear fruit, you will bear fruit. That's what the Lord says here in this word. And whatever you do shall prosper. Jesus said it himself in John chapter 15, four to five. He said, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me, you can do nothing without god we can do nothing without meditating on his word without prayer without praise we can do nothing that's that's heavy duty and how do we know because it says the ungodly are not like a tree the ungodly are not so they are like shaft which the wind drives away Friends, there is a huge difference between a well-watered planted tree and chaff that is easily carried away. Chaff are empty husks of grain. They have no weight. They have no substance. They have nothing to stabilize it. They are easily blown away by winds of adversity. But a tree, a tree that is well-watered, that has deeper roots? that's planted by the source of life that is strong that is stable the winds might come the rains might come it might lose some of its leaves, but it will not be uprooted it will remain standing it will not blow away in the wind have you ever noticed that the trees that do get knocked down during a storm it's because those trees are actually dead inside They might have had the appearance of being nice and tall and healthy, but in fact, they were dry on the inside. They had weak roots. And because they had weak roots and were dry on the inside, they broke easily when strong winds and heavy rainstorms came against it. I can testify this in the natural because I've had several. I have a very big trees in my backyard. And over the years, we've had several come down in storms and they've come down because they were dead because they were old they were infested by these ash borer beetles you know so they allowed an infestation to come eat it from the inside they were dry on the inside and they could not stand in the storm do not allow don't (laughs) i hope you hear what god is saying here just because someone might have an appearance doesn't mean that they're well watered on the inside. We need to not just look the part, but we need to actually be in the part, right? We actually need to be abiding and, and a tree planted by water. We need to be constantly, as the word again says, meditating day and night so that we can be well nourished, so that we can have the, the the life source in us, so that when things come, we might, again, the winds might come and we might bend, but we shall not break a well-watered tree is strong. A healthy tree is strong. And that is the person who abides in Jesus, who has continuous communion with him and that meditates on his word day and night. Hallelujah. Uh, Pastor Selena says, Jeremiah 17, 7 I want to look it up. Hallelujah. So that way we can, we can read that because I want to see what it says. Let's see. Jeremiah 17, seven through eight. Yes. Oh, I have it circled in my Bible. Hallelujah. It says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. For he shall be once again, like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when he comes, but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from you yielding fruit. My God, my God, there it is once again, Jeremiah 17, seven through eight. And that's the word of the Lord, right? That was the word of the Lord speaking through Jeremiah, confirming his word that was written in song on Psalm chapter one. So good. I love the word of God. And I'm sure this also reminds you of what the Lord spoke to Joshua, right? Joshua chapter one, seven through eight says, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant commanded you do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may what prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success here we go almost the exact same words spoken to joshua This is the promise. You will prosper. Meditating on God's word leads to success in all that you do for the Lord. Does not equate success by the world's measures. It equates success in the kingdom, okay? That whatever God is telling you to do, that you will be able to do it well because you are well-nourished, you are well-watered, and you are meditating day and night in his word. This was the command to Joshua in order to make him a mighty warrior, in order to make him a leader of his army. Studying the word is not just for the scholarly. Studying the word is not just for the pastor. Studying the word is necessary for battle. Having the word of God at your ready is necessary to warfare in the spirit. Even Jesus used the word to fight Satan in the wilderness. We know this. The word is power. And this is why I say all the time that worship is my warfare. Prayer is my warfare. Praise is a weapon. Prayer is a weapon. These are, our our, because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God. And that's why I feel that worship is such a powerful way to meditate on his word and to decree his word. And that's why I believe the Psalms were written to. Give us ways to meditate in His word day and night, to make it easier to remember the Word of God, to make it easier to to meditate on what God has spoken over us and we'll be able to battle if we have the word in our mouth all day long. We'll fight We'll be mighty warriors in the Lord. And it's actually been scientifically proven, right? It has been proven that singing helps you to focus. It helps you to listen carefully. And it also helps you to memorize information. When you are listening to music, all parts of your brain are actually at work. So your brain is fully engaged. This is why music leads to brain development. And it also helps with comprehension. Singing, important facts, helps students in school, right? Remember the facts better and longer. It's how we learn the ABCs. I'm actually doing a program with Isabel that's called Musical Multiplication. And all of the music facts, all of the multiplication facts, six times four, We each one has a song to it. And it repeats itself. And we got this catchy tune. So when she's testing, I say, what's six times four? She actually thinks of the song and remembers the answer. And so it helps us to remember facts better and for longer so when we sing his word we can remember the facts of God better and longer right there are just some songs i could play a song from 20 years ago and i bet that once you heard the tune you the lyrics would come back to you and so that's why it's so powerful to sing his word to worship with his word because those those thoughts you're filling your thoughts with facts of God, of who God is, what he's done, who he's been, who he always is, who he's going to be, you know, everything. It brings it clearly into your mind. Amen. God bless you, Brother Wilfredo. Thanks for joining us. My mom says studying the word is the only way to stay on course. Yes. Pastor Selena, yes, the word of God is a weapon. It is. And singing is a great way to wield your sword. Mm-mm-mm. And that's why I encourage you to sing the Psalms. I mentioned this before. The Psalms are songs, okay? The Psalms title, right, is tahila, tahilam. And that means songs of praise. It's book of praises. And a Psalm, the actual definition denotes a poem that is accompanied by a stringed instrument. So what's that? That, my friends, I would define as a song. (laughs) So worship through song. It's such a powerful way to meditate on his word and to stay on the righteous path because we can drown out the lies of the enemy. We can drown out the voice of the enemy, drown out those lies, and reestablish our rightful place deeply rooted by the river. And so I encourage you to not just pray his word because praying his word is important. That is powerful. But also sing it to him. Sing the songs back to God. Sing any verse back to God. Sing to yourself. Preach to yourself by keeping a song on your lips. God loves it, and I guarantee that it will change your life. I guarantee it. It will change you if you're consistently singing. I mean, I sing songs in my sleep, okay? I am constantly, I toss, it. if I toss and turn, I've got something coming out. Sometimes that literally, literally coming out, but it's definitely in my mind. I wake up with it, and that's a key. This is a kingdom key, this is a kingdom key to unlock his power in our prayer and in our praise. And finally, the ungodly shall not stand. That's what it says in verse six, or actually verse five and six. This isn't just about succeeding in this life. It's about being able to stand in the final judgment and having a seat at the marriage supper of the lamb. I'm going to reread to you verses five and six in Psalm one. It says, therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous for the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Because the ungodly have no weight, because they're sharp, they will be found lacking on the day of judgment. Because we're all going to go before the Father. And sinners who choose to stay in their sin shall not have, they shall not share the same glorious future of the righteous. The ungodly won't be able to stand on the day of judgment. The ungodly won't have a seat at the marriage supper of the lamb. Won't have a seat at the banquet table like you and I will. We want them to. And that's why it's important for us to choose to to, to make a decision to say, I'm not going to walk on an ungodly path anymore. I'm going to follow the way. I'm going to follow Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one will see the Father except through Him. So I want to get a seat at the table. I want to be able to stand on that day because I know God, and He knows me. Because it says, "The Lord knows the way of the righteous. The Lord knows me. The Lord knows me because I choose to trust in Him and I choose to meditate in Him day and night. So this is deeper. this is bigger than just being blessed in this lifetime it's about being blessed in eternity with a seat at the table and to be able to stand on the day of judgment this is huge i mean so much in psalm one to set the stage for what's important So let's build up our relationship with the Lord. Times are too dangerous for us to not be deeply rooted. Times are too dangerous for us to not be well watered. It is easy to get led astray by the things of this world, but we don't have to let it. Instead, let us delight in scripture. Let us allow God to teach us who he is and guide us in the decisions of life. His way will stand forever. And that's what the word of God says. And that's the promise that I'm leaning on. So this first kingdom key that we get from the Psalms is simple, but powerful. Meditate day and night, delight in the Lord, spend intimacy with God through prayer and through praise. And all of it counts as worship. Mm, So good. All right. I know I'm a little over one o'clock already. There was a lot in this intro to this study, but practical application. What are you taking away from today? Take out the page of your journal that says big takeaways. What are you taking away from today? Let me know in the chat, not only write it in your journal, but let me know in the chat so we can share it with others. I'm going to give you a couple of uh, things I want to make sure you didn't miss. But what are you taking away from today? Number one, it's time to get on the right path, friends. Ask God, go into your prayer closet. Ask God to reveal any people, any places, any things that you need to separate yourself from in order to stay on the righteous path, in order to stay in the way of Jesus. Make a decision today that you're not going to follow the counsel of the ungodly. Make a decision today that you're not going to walk the way that the world walks. Make a decision today that you're not going to make yourself a comfortable seat in a place that's not going to edify you, right? The word of God also says that, you know, all things are permissible, but not all things edify, right? Is it wrong for me to go here or there? Well, is it going to edify you? Are you going to grow in the Lord? Is it, are you going to lose your salvation because you go, you go and, you know, to a club, Well, is it going to bring you closer to God or keep you separated? Like that should be the question that you're asking. Is this going to bring me further along on the path of righteousness or is this going to get me on a little detour onto the wrong path? Now you may also think, You know what? That sounds good. I know that I should be in the word more. You might even feel guilty that you're not spending enough time in the word, but you can ask God for the hunger and the thirst for his word, for deeper hunger and deeper thirst for his word. We can all draw closer to the Lord. We can all spend more time in prayer and praise. We can all meditate more deeply on Jesus. And if you lack the desire, if you lack the motivation, if you lack even the time that you're like, God, I just, I wish I just had more time. You know what? Just repent and ask God to give you the hunger and to give you the thirst for him. Say, God, I want to draw near to you. I understand the blessings here. I want to be able to study your word. You know, I know some people who, who are just intimidated, right? You may be intimidated by just how big the Bible is. Where do I start? What do I do? I don't get this. I've never been a smart person. I've no, I don't know how to read that well. Those are all lies from the enemy. They're trying to block you from opening this out. But you can say, Lord, help me. I want more. I want to understand this. I want to be able to want to spend time with you. I want to be motivated that the first thing I do when I wake up is that I go straight to my Bible, that I go straight into prayer. Help me to do that. And he's going to respond. He's going to give it to you because that's the kind of heart that God loves. He knows what you're going through anyway. He just wants you to be honest with him. Hallelujah. And abide in Jesus. Follow the counsel of the Lord. Choose today to be deeply rooted. Get yourself planted by the river. If you're not planted, get yourself planted. And you also, all you gotta do is say, Lord, plant me. Plant me deep in my roots in you. Remember, where there is no water, there is no life. Plants in my garden, they wither as soon as I forget to water them one day. (laughs) Where there is no water, there is no life. But when we abide in the true vine, directly connected to the main life source, which is Jesus, God guarantees that we will remain well-nourished, fruitful, strong, and unmovable. This is a key. This is a key. And like I said before, I challenge you to sing the Psalms or any Bible verse back to God. Take a verse. Give it your own tune and sing it all day. This is an easy way to memorize the word and to meditate on it day and night. I challenge you to do it, challenge you. You don't have to be the best singer in the world, but we're all called to worship. So try it out and let me know what you think. Amen. Looking at the chat on Facebook says, my takeaway is to sing his word. Yes, meditate day and night and sing the psalm so it stays in your mind and your heart, amen. Yes, we got a couple of fires over here on Instagram. Hallelujah, come on, praise the Lord. Thank you, Max Max Weber for joining us on Instagram. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise, God, because you know the way of the righteous, God, because you plant us, in you. Lord, you plant us in the true vine. You plant us by a river of water, Lord. And we thank you for the living water that keeps us nourished, that keeps us alive, that keeps us strong. And so Lord, I pray right now that you would deepen our roots, God, that you would give us a a greater desire to seek after you, to delight in you, to meditate on you, or because we, you want to give us kingdom keys and the key we got to show up in order to receive. We got to show up and praise you and worship you and delight in you before you can open up our eyes and show us new and mighty things and great things that we do not know. And so Lord, I pray that you would allow us to have the time in your presence that you would draw us in. Holy Spirit, bring the conviction. Allow us to see the the times in our day that we can set aside for you, God, that we can realize that even if we're multitasking, we could be meditating on you while we're washing dishes while we're rocking babies to sleep while we're driving in the car while you know maybe we can set that alarm for an hour earlier and and spend that time in prayer with you lord or when everyone goes to sleep and everything is quiet in the house that we can go and sit at your feet and worship you god because there is power here there is power there is strength there is comfort there is renewal here lord and so you want us to spend and sit that time with you and to sit and dine with you so that we can eat of your word and we can drink of your water and we can be strong and grow and mature in our walks, God. Lord, I thank you for all that you're doing and all that you will do in this study, God. Lord, let the Psalms come alive. Lord, give us the melodies. Give us the the heavenly melodies to sing these songs back to you, God. Because Lord, I just know it's gonna be so powerful. Oh, hallelujah, I feel your presence, my God. Lord, we pray for the melodies of heaven to come upon us, Lord. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Melodies of heaven. Oh, reveal them Lord to us in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise the Lord. I feel the Holy spirit. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Couple of announcements and I'm going to wrap this up because I know I'm a little over time. Um, if you are officially registered for the online Bible study, Check your email. I sent the whole presentation out, especially if you're watching on Facebook or on Instagram and didn't get to see the presentation. Um, grab, go into your emails. Sometimes I like to hide out in a junk folder. Comment, get me out of there. Uh, download the PDF, or you can log into the workshop, which is our online learning portal where all of it will be loaded. I'm also doing something a little differently with the online learning portal, this uh, series. And I'm actually gonna also load this video into there. I'm gonna try to do that right after this. And so that way you have a place to go to rewatch Watch the video, get the download and study the word again at your own time, at your own pace, or if you miss a week that you know where to go to and you don't get too behind. Um, Again, if I have the Monday night Bible study on Zoom, then I have a weekly recap here on Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern. So encourage you to join for either one. Again, if you want the Zoom link discussion, you can register at soulofworship.com forward slash online Bible study. That way you can get the Zoom info and join us then. And then next week, we're going to do an intro to the Psalms of David. We're going to talk a little bit about David, some of the things that he has gone through. And then we're going to talk about the theme that is revealed over and over again through the Psalms of David, that the Lord is our shield guys, you don't want to miss this. It's so powerful. And so that is where we're going to be in next week, particularly in Psalm three and jumping around a bit, because there's quite a few in this initial book uh, that talk about the Lord as our shield, our protection, um, which is Keith, when you're trying to survive some battles, right? (laughs) If you don't already connect with the Soul of Worship ministry, I encourage you to follow on Facebook, follow on Instagram, follow on Apple Podcasts. I I mentioned the workshop before, create a login to our online learning portal. And if you would like to support the ministry, you could sew into Soul of Worship at soulofworship.com forward slash partner, or you can support the ministry shop at soulofworship.com forward slash shop. Coming soon, we're working on the new calendars for 2023 some new t-shirts some new stuff so stay tuned for sure and look out for sales because also trying to clear out some of the older stuff so you can make room for the new also if you didn't already know i wrote a book about worship the lord gave it to me six years ago so if you want to learn more about the power of worship outside of this Study in the Psalms, then I encourage you to get the book at soulofworship.com forward slash book. And if you will like the book and the pre-recorded video lessons that go along with each chapter, then you can get the whole course online course at soulofworship.com forward slash course. I spent a lot of time and effort on this took me about a year to even put the whole online course together. I encourage you to take advantage of it. And so, um, or at least get the book, get the book because it's powerful and it will change your life. Um, Again, this is a separate study, but it's good and it's deep. (laughs) And I say that not because I wrote it, but because the Holy Spirit led me many early mornings revealing these things for a few years, spending time, 5 a.m., 4 a.m., learning, reading, and writing this and putting it together. So, He keeps reminding me to keep talking about it. So I'm gonna keep talking about it and putting it out there because he wants us to be worship warriors for sure. (laughs) And lastly, how can we pray for you? So if anyone has a prayer request, please put it in the chat. So that way we can... um, pray with you and for you. Um, Even if you're watching this on a replay, I encourage you to leave a comment with your prayer requests or send um, an email and we can certainly come together and uh, present those uh, requests onto the Lord because he's a God who hears us. He's a God who inclines his ear and he wants to bless us And he wants to talk to us. So we can certainly, certainly pray. Hallelujah. So I'll give it a couple of minutes. I'll wait for any comments to come through. Um, And we will, we will wrap this up. We took over an hour and 20 minutes. (laughs) But God is good. Did everybody enjoy today's study? Enjoy this kickoff to the new series. Let me know. Let me know if this, if this spoke to you. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, I'm probably gonna stay for like another minute Um, if there are no requests. But if again, if this comes in after the fact, I'll still pray for you. (laughs) Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. God bless you all. If you're just tuning in, I see a few coming in here now on Instagram. We're just wrapping up our Psalms kickoff. We we recapped our new series on the book of Psalms, unlocking the power with prayer and praise. Um, And so I encourage you to watch the replay because we're just about to tidy up yes hallelujah amen super excited yes tahiri she says prayer for my finances and to be a good steward with all good things that he provides yes i just i wish i had tissue here i just need to blow my nose okay Heavenly Father, Lord, we're praying for Tahiri, Father God. Lord, we thank you for our sister Tahiri. Lord, we bless her in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that we're able to come to you to in, in prayer through Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you, Jesus, because you're our mediator that through you we have access to the Father, that we can ask anything in the name of Jesus, and it shall be done. And so, Father God, we're praying for Sister Tahiri. She's praying for blessings over her finances, Father God, and for her to be a good steward. Lord, you want us to administrate the blessings that you place in our hands well. And so father, God, I pray. Discernment, I pray for wisdom and knowledge, Lord, that you will instruct Tahiri in every which way that she is to manage the blessings that you've put in her hands, Father God. Lord, I pray that she will be content with what she has and even content when she does not have, Father God. But Lord, that you will rewire her thinking to be able to to know what to do with what you've placed in her hands. Lord, you never leave us empty, you never leave us empty handed. And so, I pray that she would know exactly what to do with what you've placed in her hands and that it would multiply father god because she's following your instructions lord for what to do just like the woman who only had a tiny bit of oil left but she received instructions to continue to pour out and so lord as she poured as she continued to fill up jars she you provided for her and so lord i pray that you will continue to reveal strategy and that you will bring provision into her life because she's trusting in you and lord you are our provider you are the one who provides Lord, um, in, in the desert, you're the one who sends manna from heaven, Lord. Lord, I pray for her daily allotment of whatever it is that she needs, Father God. Nothing more, nothing less, but exactly what she needs in this day, Father, and that she would trust you as provider and trust you as her source, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. That's coming out of nowhere. <laughs> i rebuke that right now in the name of jesus hallelujah yes sister rebecca yes lord we pray for sister rebecca praying for her niece who's getting induced tomorrow lord i pray that you would just be with her lord you know her you know where she's at lord i pray that you would strengthen her body that you would bring both mama and baby through this delivery father god safe and sound lord that you your your um that your breath would go into this baby as this baby comes out, Father God, at your appointed time and that baby will be healthy and strong and that you will show your mercy and your power through this delivery, Lord. Lord, I pray that, Her body will kick in exactly as it's supposed to, exactly as you've designed our womanly bodies to deliver babies, Father God, to to know the process, to release this blessing, Father God. And I pray for strength over her body, strength over this child, and that this would be a major blessing for their entire family in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Yes, yes, yes. God, God bless you, brother Wilfredo, brother Reyes. Thank you so much. Amen, amen. To God be all the glory, to God be all the glory. Amen. All right, I think that is it, everybody. I love you. I bless you in the name of Jesus. I pray you had a good time with me today um, and most importantly with the Lord. And um, if you need anything, you know where to find me and I, uh, I will talk to you guys soon. God bless you. As a reminder, this Bible study is available as a PDF download on my online learning portal called The Workshop. To download this study with all of the notes and scripture references, please go to www.soulofworship.com forward slash workshop and join our community. The link is also in the show notes. Are you walking through a season of barrenness? Do you need to stir up spiritual growth in your life? In worship, are you making a sound? Author Sarah Marie Popolo shares praise and worship that will transform your walk with the Lord. You'll gain new insight into the powerful tool God has given you in worship. Walk through this 12-week Bible study and learn how to use your voice to declare God's promises over your life and watch your desert flourish into a garden of praise and triumph. Available at Amazon, your local bookstore, or at Trilogy.tv. All right, that's it for today's episode. Don't forget to follow the Soul of Worship ministry on Instagram and Facebook and join the email newsletter so you never miss out on new Bible study resources and live Bible study and worship events. Find it all on www.soulofworship.com. Until next time, keep on praising.